Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning Erica, how are you today? Hi, I'm good thank you, how are you? I'm very well thank you. It is lovely and bright outside. It is. I like it, yeah. I had literally run in from putting the washing out on the line. I timed myself to perfection. It's like, oh, I've got four minutes left, two minutes, two minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally, I logged on, bang on. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what else have you uh, done this month? Oh, what have I done? Um, Do you know what? This has been probably the bit since we last spoke. This has probably been one of the busiest times that I've had, um, and it's not. There's a lot of prep in wedding, mm. you know, doing wedding cakes and stuff. So I've been doing that, but in between that, I've. I think last month I mentioned I was going to see Tina Turner the musical. I don't think I'd seen it had I by the. I don't I'd, remember you mentioning that. Maybe you did. did I, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I've got no clue. But, okay, so I went to see Tina Turner the Musical at the Aldwych Theatre. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Really, Good. really enjoyed it. Um, had a great time, especially at the end. It was like having a mini concert. Brilliant. Um, and then weirdly, weirdly, because, you know, I don't go out. Suddenly yeah. I go out. Um, my husband was working at Only Fools and Horses. Up at, oh, the show? Uh, yeah, up at the Haymarket Theatre. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can have a couple of free tickets for the uh, matinee um, <laughs> last Tuesday. Do you do you want to go? Do you want to bring someone? Oh, okay then. You know, I haven't, got, I haven't actually got time, but yeah, okay. How can you pass up that? So, yeah. um, so it turns out that actually the audience was really small because they were recording it. <laughs> so they had. I should have twigged that, shouldn't I? Because of what my husband does, he, he rigs television cables uh, usually okay, on yeah. outside broadcast. Put that yeah. in context. He doesn't usually just randomly get uh, free tickets for theatre shows. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so they had six cameras set up, and they were rec- they were filming it because it. I think it finished on the 29th Oh, okay. Of April, so it will have been done and gone by the time this comes out. Yeah. Uh, so they're recording the matinee and they're recording the evening performance with what I call proper, proper audience, paying audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> as a, the, the downside was we had to sit as close to the stage as possible. Yes, to make it look like there's people in the theatre. Yes. So we were the second row back. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever, was, was that for like, so they can throw, show it in cinemas? I don't know. Because they do do that with some musicals, don't they? They record them and then they go around the cinemas. I've seen Kinky Boots at the cinema before because it's a lot cheaper. I mean, it's more than a film, but it's less than a show ticket. I think it's only about like £10 or something. Oh, right. Oh, I don't know. I really don't know. But they had to to persuade two people to sit in the front row because (laughs) the, the actors interact 
with somebody oh. in the front row. So okay. and nobody wanted to sit on the front row. Uh, so two people, I don't know whether they were staff or whatever, <laughs> they were yeah, on the front row. <laughs> and, then, um, and then we were we were behind. And to be honest, I wasn't sure about it. I wasn't sure how it was going to work. But <laughs> yeah. it was really good. It was oh, like good. it was like all the best bits, you know, that you that you see in in the in the program when it was yeah, um, and the characters were really good. They played them really well. Rodney was Aww. brilliant, um, <laughs> and Granddad. <laughs> so, so was Dill, but you know, so they it yeah. was really good. Um, and then what else have I been doing? I've been invigilating again. Yeah. I really should say no. Why do I always say yes? You know, it's like... Yeah, you the, can't fit it in this time of year. I know. I know. Well, and the GCSEs are coming up. So I've given them dates that I can just about do. Yeah. Um, but But they send out emails. And I know how short schools are of invigilators. They're absolutely, you know, they desperately need them. But yeah. at the minute, if they take on invigilators, they've got to wait for the DBS checks to come through. Mm. And they've actually got, I think they've got three new people starting, but they don't think they're going to have the DBS checks back in time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they think they might have one. And then, so that's it. So because they come through and I'm like, oh God, can I squeeze another one in? Can I do it? So I ended up invigilating yesterday and I'm invigilating tomorrow morning. Yeah. Ah, in between making my daughter's birthday cake, which is for this Sunday, You'll be yeah. pleased to know, Erica, that she's requested a cartoon cake. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> well, yes, except my other daughter yesterday, because uh, the teachers were on strike. Mm. So my daughter obviously worked really hard at helping me make a TikTok. Okay, yeah. Um, which which has now gone to have to be, it's going to have to be a part two. <laughs> because okay. like, we're already at a minute. This is not good. <laughs> Yeah. So, so we're now on part two, but she's gone to school, left me. I need to finish the cake and I don't know what I'm doing. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, to like find yourself a little tutorial, how to, yeah. how to film a TikTok. Yeah, T- TikTok, it could go incredibly wrong now. <laughs> okay. Part one could be amazing, part yeah. two could be a bit of a letdown. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> So this morning before we were talking, I've actually, I've coloured up the paste and I've just gone around the sides. Yeah. The cake. So I've done one. So it's an eight inch round, eight inch round it's about five inches deep. And then I've yeah. cut a chunk out. Okay. So I've now, I've iced the sides of the cake and the chunk. Um, And I've got to put the topping on. Yeah. And all the other bits which I'm sure is going to be, it's not that it's technical, but it's time-consuming, isn't it? Yeah, I found doing a line's time-consuming. Like, the rest yeah. of it's really quick. It's the outlining that takes a lot of time. Do you reckon it's quicker just to make up a load of royal icing? No, because it looks terrible. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you want to line both sides of the line, and you can line the top of a line quite easily, but you can't line the bottom of a line. Right, okay. Okay, I think... I well, you could, know. but you're going to have to, like... Um, scratch pipe it right okay I shall get my extruder out then yeah get the extruder <laughs> out make your icing really soft and just like whiz around as much as you can right that's what I'll be doing in between in between trying to tick tock yes 
<laughs> and then just to oh oh I just oh, I was just reading down my notes going this is what I did this is what I did um I stepped down as chair Erica for the sugar oh cocktail. you stood yes, down I did I did stand down I do you know I struggle with time yeah anyway and dare I say that um region send out quite a lot of stuff yeah and then between that and trying to sort our guild stuff and doing committee meetings and I'll tell you what the thing the thing is that as a, on committees obviously you're all volunteers as well yeah and you pay your subs <laughs> you do yeah. pretty much everything for everybody else and you you have to as chair particularly I think as chair you have to turn up to every meeting mm. and not, you know, not every demo does, you know, is something that I want to see, but yeah. I have to turn up. So I commit my every single Wednesday, you know, last of the last Wednesday of the month to going to the, to the mm. meetings. And yeah. I've just got to the point now, actually, it's really hard to have that time to give up, especially when I'm teaching Monday nights Yes. And a lot of my Wednesday nights are um, wedding consultation nights. Mm. So I'm actually, yeah, it was it was starting to get really hard to actually feel like you're being very productive. Yeah. So, and I also always said I would only do two terms. Okay. Uh, sorry, two terms, one term as chair, because I think yeah. it needs refreshing. Yeah. So, um, so Sandy... Our program secretary, mm. bless her, has taken up the reins for me oh, uh, to nice. let me to let me free me up, and um, and then our secretary and treasurer have remained the same for the okay. next year, but they want to step down. Um, but we have we kind of laid it on the line at the committee meeting, and since then we have had a couple of people kind of saying that they would be secretary. Someone said that they would be chair. But I think okay. one, of the, one of them that said they'd be secretary, she'd make a really good chair. So yeah, hopefully onwards and upwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, I made my uh, princess castle for my next Oh, I saw that. Term. That looks really nice. Oh, thanks. It's incredible how much time it actually takes to do. Um, I know, I have made one before. They are very time-consuming. Yeah. If you make it well, from scratch rather than use a kit that sticks up on. Oh, yeah. Well, this is my... I've made one for my... I've made one for both of my daughters. I've made one as an order. I've made two as an order. Um, but obviously, it's slightly different doing it as a class because I've got to work out that I can actually get it done in yeah. the time that we've got. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that I would change if I was doing it for an, you know, for an order. Yeah, um, yeah. But obviously, it cost a bomb. So um, we may. I uh, have to see how it goes. There may be a dragon added. They wanted to model a dragon. And I'm like, I don't even know how we're going to fit that in. But I might do a <laughs> tutorial, and that can be posted to my class. So like, post, post it on TikTok. <laughs> post it on TikTok. Oh, I could do. I could if I've got my able advisor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be called for me. Your assistant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I need. And then the last thing that we've been doing, I don't know whether I mentioned it before. Uh, we're having a street party on Sunday for the coronation. 
Yes, you did, yeah. Did I? Yeah. Mm. It's gone bonkers. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah, you know, you know, things it's got, kind of escalate and it's kind of gone from more of a street party to an event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the guy down the road, he's, he's ordered his new Elvis wig because he's got to dress up as Elvis because he's the king. And then... <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, he's getting his music system out. Uh, so there's now requests out for extension leads. Um, I believe the bunting is going up tonight. We've got approximately 80 plus metres of bunting to go down the road. Wow. Um, yeah, we have a barbecue. I think we're in need of a second barbecue because we're at the last count, we've got 70 people. So that's easily going to top that, I think. Um, and, and Muggins here is making cupcakes for it. I thought it'd be a good idea. And now I'm thinking, oh, how Should many... just kept your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the trouble is when people start to know what you do, you know, you know when they're kind of, yeah. oh, you could do that. And you're like, oh, yeah. So I've got my daughter's birthday cake. You go, oh, but I only really do wedding cakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> exactly. It didn't wash. This is, this is not business that you want. <laughs> No, this is just me being neighbourly and nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. then I've stupid, well, not stupid. I got an email from a, there's a um, place around the corner to us. It's called Wimborne Sanctuary or something. And yeah. they house um, disabled people. And they're having a street party. And they asked if I could do them some cupcakes or something. Donate anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so... Uh, of course, I can't say no. I've only got 10 residents, so it's not okay. a lot, but yeah, yeah. it just so happens that they're having the street party on Friday. Can't they have it on Sunday with us? Then I could oh, only do one bake. You get your practice go. Well, yeah, my practice go, yeah. So I've got to bake <laughs> Thursday night to get rid of them Friday morning because, because I've got to go and collect my daughter from Winchester to come home for her birthday. She would mm. ordinarily have come back by train, but they've... Funnily enough, the train prices have gone up this weekend yeah. and there's disruption on the line again. So, okay. and the last time it, it was disrupted, it was a nightmare. Um, but I'm going to go and collect a few of her bits because uh, she finishes in a month and we're going to have to empty out her accommodation. So it's, it's kind of a, you know, a bit of a trip to bring a few bits back to try mm. and alleviate the space in the car to do the next yeah um it's a bit of a bad i I wish that they'd sorted out the accommodation so that the the hall's accommodation ends and the new accommodation starts and you could just move one to the other yeah um and leave stuff there even if you're not staying there for the summer but things like your pans and you know yeah general living stuff um would be good but no we've got something like a two-week difference Uh, so we're gonna have to have it all back here. That'd be lovely. Yeah, <laughs> she'll have to it'd be like a, climbing a mountain to her bed. <laughs> um, but yes, enough of me. What have you been doing? Um, not as much as you. I don't you know. What, talking about the coronation, you're the only person I know that's doing anything. I don't know anybody else that's got any plans. Oh really? Yeah. So oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Well, we are. <laughs> this was, and that was just a moment of madness walking around the park in one yeah. morning, dog walking, 
um, and applied. We have done it officially and applied properly uh, to close the road. But yeah. yeah, no, it's funny, that, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. Well, I have made a cake for a 30th for someone that I work with. I'm just sending you pictures now. Oh, cool. Um, it was a buttercream cake. So she sent me a picture of what she wanted. Oh, yes. And it was blue and it had butterflies on it and sort of swirly things. So I had to do something along those lines in purple. So this is what I came up with. Um, the, it's like an ombre effect from a darker purple through to a buttercream colour. But obviously our butter's yellow. So it's not through to white. It's through to a yellowy yeah. colour. Uh, that was the first time I'd done that. And it's then... Really there was a sort of wave effect going around the cake, which I thought looked piped on. So I started piping it on. I was like, oh, this looks terrible. Let me scrape it off. Yeah. So then what I decided to do was like scratch a line yeah. and pipe into the line, thinking that it would help me pipe exactly where I wanted. Yeah. But then when I scraped that off, it looked better. So it's kind of a DIY effect of what a side scraper might do if it had... Um, I don't <laughs> love it. You know the ones that like do the lines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's got wiggly lines that go sort of all the way up to the top. Oh, cool! Around the side, yeah. And then the butterflies I bought and their wafer paper they're just stuck on. It's got some little, um, like white stragey things. Yeah, druggies. And then um, some overpiped writing on the top saying "Happy Thirtieth, Yasmin." So how did you do your uh, lettering? Did, was that freehand? Did you uh, I projected it, it. Yeah, I marked it out and then oh, piped it. Oh, yeah. Always forget you've got your projector. Yeah, which oh. is a lot better for buttercream because obviously if that was sugar paste, I could have just lent on the cake and like, you know, yes, scratched it in and yeah. then piped over it. But yeah. where it's buttercream, you just can't really touch it. Yes, that makes it slightly more tricky. Yeah, so the projector was perfect for that. But yeah, I was quite pleased how it turned out. I think it's the nicest side finish that I've had on a buttercream yeah, no, cake so nice. far. So I've not done many of them. So no. I feel like I've got the hang of that now. Oh, well done. How long yeah. did it take you to do to perfect what you wanted to, to get what, to where sides? you wanted to on the side? Yeah. Not long, like about 20 minutes maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I mean, I was sort of, it, I did a like a crumb coat, put it in the fridge and then brought it back out again. Mm-hmm. But Oh, nice. I think it was only in the fridge for like five minutes while I sort of washed everything up and then had to clear yeah, yeah, it to yeah. space again. And that was cool. that. Uh, and I went to go, I also have been to the theatre and I went to see Newsies. Newsies? What's that? Yes, it's a Disney musical about the newspaper boys strike and it's on in Wembley. Right. Oh, wow. It was incredibly good. Really, really good, Sam. It's on Disney Plus, if anyone's got Disney Plus and wants to no, uh, have a watch of it. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. The dancing, it's a very dance-heavy show. The dancing was incredible. The singing was incredible. Really, like, high energy the whole way through. Oh, wow. Really, really good. And we had good seats as well. Um, it's quite a small theatre because it's off West End. Yeah. Um, there aren't really any bad seats. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those sort of ones. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, but it was... Really, really good to the point where I actually bought a program and I'll never buy a program. I was like, I want to see who's in this because these people are amazing. How fantastic. But yeah, I don't think there was any sort of big names that I recognised, but I've never seen Dancing Like It on the West End, not West End stage, but like a theatre stage. Oh, wow. Because it's so sort of continual. It's very like classical ballet and um, 
ballet, yeah, more ballet and jazz, and they've got a tap number in there as well. But it's got real sort of like teenage boy energy to it. Oh, so okay. it's very like rowdy and loud and energetic yeah. and like. And what was it called you know, again? Newsies. Newsies. Yeah. There's lots of clips on YouTube and what have you. That's what I was just going to look for. Yeah. <laughs> which means, which means I'll accidentally touch something and suddenly it's going to come blaring out. <laughs> oh, is this strictly limited season? Yeah, it's, it's until, I think, the 30th of July at the minute. Right. There's tickets yeah. from 25 quid. Yeah, we paid, I think, a little bit more than that, not much more than that. Yeah. I'm not going to say how much we paid because it was a friend's birthday present. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I've got time to fit it in between now and July, but, you know. Yeah, if you do. Yeah. If you like like dance, amazing. Amazing. Okay. So let's move on to our new stuff then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is going to be... A very quick rundown because there's a lot, isn't there? And I don't think there we've got time to talk about everything. Yeah, well, you've got a load more than me. Mm. So, do you want me? Do no, go on, you go for yours. Go for it. Okay. Um, we have got Fractal Fluffini Candy Floss. Taste the fluffiness. <laughs> you can make your own favourite fluffy sweet treats in different special flavours. So, these are flavours for candy floss machines. Because you can get the little party ones, can't you? I've got one. Um, yeah, I had one. I it set a light last time I tried to use it, so that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was only from Argos, and it was really old, and it probably wasn't very clean. And yeah, it set itself on fire. Um, but they've got loads of flavors, so you can get multi packs of three, or right. you can buy them individually. And there's almond, licorice, apple, banana, blackcurrant, bubblegum, chocolate, coconut, coffee, cola, elderberry, energy drink, randomly. I'm guessing that's avoiding a brand name. Um, grape, kiwi, lemon, mango, mint, orange, pineapple, raspberry, sour cherry, strawberry, toffee, vanilla, and watermelon. Okay. And they are 300 gram packets. Um, as I said, or they come in packs of three that are sort of set flavours um, rather than sort of pick your own flavours. Oh, yeah. So that's something a bit different. It sounds a bit fun. Yeah. Hmm. So, so it's like flavoured sugar. Type. I guess so, yeah, I mean, but it's probably got to be sugar, a... isn't it, that you put into your... Yeah, but I think it's probably got to be a certain weight of sugar to work with the machine, hasn't it? Yeah, I get... Sorry, I'm pouring a drink as opposed to having a wee while I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for the clarification, <laughs> Sam. Thank you. <laughs> anytime, anytime. <laughs> um, oh, they look quite good. Hmm. Yeah, they do. Something a bit different. Do we know how much they are? Sorry, I'm just... Uh, um, I just haven't looked, looked that up. It says log in to purchase, so I'm not yeah, mentioning prices for most of this. Okay. Um, Evil Cake Genius have got chocolate leaf formers. So these look like palette knives, but the knife part of it is like a leaf shape. So there's a serrated edge one that's had a couple of long leaves. There's more of a rose leaf, leaf type shape. Um, so they've called them chocolate leaf formers, but they can use them for buttercream as well. Yeah. Okay. So they are new. It looks like there are five different designs that you can choose from for that. So if you're into buttercream flowers, you might want to check them out. They're metal. They're entirely metal palette knives. Okay. 
Uh, Karen Davis has brought out a Lambeth range of moulds. Mm. I think she brought out some before, didn't she? Do you know what? I can't remember. This is a full set, um, isn't it? That Yeah, I'm sure before. I have before. got the price of these. Okay. They are $59.99. Correct. And the full set <laughs> is... And the full set... Oh, there's three tons, different moulds. Yeah, there's three different, like, full-size moulds in the set. And we're not going to talk about what's in them, but essentially there's different Lambeth-style piping things. There's either individual elements or there's what would be like a long string of piping of yeah. different things, like sea scrolls and S-scrolls and ruffles and shells. If you go, if you go onto like, her website, you can look to see all of yeah. the stuff, which is probably the yeah. easiest thing because actually, to actually visualise it, it's quite hard. Yeah, and obviously on their website they do pictures of it made up yeah. into cakes as well, which helps. Mm. Um, Sweet Sticks have got shape shields out. So these are um, little plastic like masks, I guess. So when you are using your stencils, you place the mask over the stencil and there's an area that is not stenciled when you use your stencil, essentially. Right. Um, they are... 22 or 29 US dollars. The 29 US dollars are the letters and numbers and the 22, sorry, not US, Australian dollars, apologies. So 29 Australian dollars is the letters and numbers, which there's 72 pieces of. Um, you get small and large in both of them included in the pack. Or for 22 Australian dollars, you get a, shape, a pack of 30 unique shaped shields and these are the shapes. So they're things like hexagons, circles, banners, arrows. Think of um, like journaling sort of shapes that you get, you know, that sort yeah. of style thing. I've just found So they, they're nice and modern. I think they are cookie sized rather than cake sized. But if you're into cookies and you want something reusable, then this is going to save you time on using tape or something to mask. Hmm. Different. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we've got a couple of different Lissy Lou things, haven't we, that we've we both have. found? Yes. So I found uh, that, so they do um, font stamp tiles um, and they've brought out a new one, which they really don't give them good names, do they? Font 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it makes packaging easier. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I mean, font 10 is the, uh, it's like a script uh, font that's come out. Um, but you have to buy, it's one of those ones where you attach the lettering to a bar and you slide them along. So you have to make sure that you put it in backwards so that yes. it bosses forwards. Um, the, the bar's not included in the price. I actually don't know how much the bar is, but the, actually it's quite expensive so it's twenty one twenty five for lowercase, same price again for numbers and symbols, the same price again for uppercase. Yeah, it's not a cheap so option, cheap. but if you're going to use it repeatedly, like if you're doing, I think they're more for cookies, aren't they, rather than for cakes. Um, so if you're going to do a set of cookies, then... Yeah, yeah I think they've, you, shown, they've shown a thing where you can stamp it, haven't they? And then they've put a heart over the top and cut it out and stuck it on. Yes, a, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are a lot, there are a lot of um, embossing things out on the market. So yeah, 
it's it's worth and, and the problem is they're all different heights yes yeah, yeah. so you almost have to like pick one get the pick height brand that you and want and just it. yeah and just stick to that so that was yeah. my listen to one what's yours um they have started selling um sorry i just hit my microphone stand uh dried florals so these oh, are yes. mini dried floral flower sets for cake so they come in a little spray already dried and already put together there's a picture of them holding one and they're sort of holding it at their fingertips and it yeah. looks smaller than the size of their hand so it's a very small little bundle oh yes um yeah so it says that these florals have been sprayed with a paint that is not food safe therefore they must be securely wrapped at the stem so they do not come into contact with any food these florals are for decoration purposes only uh, due to the nature of these leaves and florals they can be delicate so please handle them with care um, each stem is crafted to ensure it remains beautiful and vibrant for months and they are four pounds for a mm. spray three or somewhere between three pounds it said three pound fifty on google but then when i've clicked through it says four pounds so probably three fifty yeah. Oh yeah, there is a couple of three fifty. <coughs> is it different colour ones? Um no, they've got a Bilboa uh a ginkgo leaf that's Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's individual leaves. Yeah. And then they've got some palm spear ones that are like seven fifty. So depends on the um one you buy as to how much they are, but none of these are like massive, they're all quite small. Yeah, and they're not food safe, so I'm not yeah. sure I'd want to put them anywhere near my cakes. No, honest. I don't think I would. I mean, I feel like a palm spear, you can be pretty sure it's not going to crumble. But all the grassy stuff, they're so messy. It's yeah. clearly going to get in contact with your food, isn't but it? You can make a palm spear really easy out of paper. Yeah, yeah. And do that instead. Very true. Yeah, okay. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Um, Olba have got mini cupcake boxes. Mm-hmm. That they have released these look nice so it's not a mini box it's a box of mini cupcakes <laughs> just to be clear uh, <laughs> um you can get a box that holds either 12 or 24 mini cupcakes and they just look really smart as do all the older stuff all their packaging looks really smart doesn't it yeah yeah and it's really nice to use as like a presentation thing because mm. like the sleeve comes off and then you're left with a tray that you can serve them from you don't need to repackage so I think if you were doing a corporate order or something like that yeah these would really look professional because they wouldn't have to repackage them to you know pass mm. them around at an event or anything like that um you can get a pack of the 12 cupcake boxes a 10 pack of them is 23 pounds and a 20 pack of them is 43 80 or the ones that hold 24, a 10 pack is 30 pounds, or a 20 pack is 57 pounds 20. So if you do make mini cupcakes, I think they're a really smart thing. And I've not really seen many mini cupcake boxes, to be honest. No, I know, I agree. Not seen many so, at all. Uh, no. But they are very cute, actually. I do like yeah, them. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I do. Um, now, this I don't think is new. But Arati Mirji, who is known for her sugar flowers, mm -hmm. has launched a flower paste in association with Saracino. Yes. This is in a tub and it is uh, 250 grams or one kilogram. So the kilogram is the tub and the 250 grams is like a plastic packet, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's an association with Saracino, and the 250 gram is um, around 375 or four pounds. And I can't see a price with the one kilogram, but obviously it's going to be more than that. Hmm. Uh, it says this flower paste is extremely elastic and not brittle. Does not dry out immediately, which gives you time to correct imperfections. It has a subtle aroma and taste and can easily be mixed with gel and powder colours. It's gluten-free, GMO-free. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what it was like, because um, obviously she must work in a very hot climate. So Yeah, I came across it in a post that she'd done about it. I was like, oh, I've missed that. And it said, this video is for all those asking me the flower paste is flexible and petals become brittle and crumble when rolled up so thin and when they dry up. And it's a video of her her sort of rolling it paper thin and then rolling it up like a straw. Oh, right. Yeah. So it really is very flexible and is not brittle. Okay. There's a lot of competition out there for flower paste. There is, and I think it's a product that you don't actually get through that quickly either, is it? Like, it tends to last you quite a long time, a packet. Particularly if you're buying a kilogram, like, you're not going to get through that that fast. <laughs> Depends on how many flowers. I've gone through about three packs at the moment. I'm, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah dep- I think it just depends on the time of year. It depends. I mean, if you're doing wedding cakes, you seem to go through it. Yeah, that's true. At a rate of knots. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I would like to, um, yeah, have a go with that and see see how, it, yeah, how good it I'd is yeah i'd be i'd be interested to try it because she is very good at her flowers isn't she she is she is hmm. got um, any more col- yeah color splash have re-bla- rebranded their gel colors so these are the tube oh. ones uh it's just a slightly different design i think it's much less busy and i think it's actually much easier to see what you're looking at um right. they've got pictures of the old and the new packaging side by side yeah. And I think the new one, have you seen it? No, I'm just Googling. Let me it just now. send you a picture. Oh yeah, okay. That'd be quicker. Of the older Manu side by side. This is from the email it was in. It's just they've kind of um put a square around their oh, okay, um, yeah. logo to bring it in. And instead of the colour splashes being behind it, they're at the sides of it. So you can see the writing a lot more clearly. You mm. can still identify the colour at a glance, you can identify um, the name of the colour, I think, more clearly than the font they were using before, because the one they were using before was quite a thin font, whereas this is a bit more bold. Do you know um, what? I think it looks more professional. Yeah, I do. I do. And I think it looks more professional and it's much easier to read. Yeah. Whereas the other one, I think you'd had to sort of actually stop and read it to know what you were reading, but these yeah. look really good. Hmm. Like that. Yeah, so that's just a repackage from Colour Splash. Um, Dinky Doodle have got some new um what are they called 3d kits yeah so you know she launched loads of them before yeah there are more there are more loads of them um that woman's a one-man machine isn't she <laughs> she is a machine so this one which launched um two weeks ago we have got kits for a freestanding motorbike conquering your first bust cake uh, an f1 car a, yes. And a steam train that actually steams. Wow. And I think there's also a freestanding mixer in that as well, cake mixer. Wow. Freestanding motorbike, though. I know. That I've I seen, have you seen it? In. No. Yeah, it looks really good. Actually, yeah, she's cause... she's doing... Hang on a minute. Let me, let me just uh, find this. She did a live on her Facebook of all of them, didn't she? 
She did, didn't she? I'm, that's what yeah. I was trying to think of. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was on a launch weekend. So she's got a free private Facebook group, which if you want to join it, I'm sure you can look back and see it. But she demoed every single, using every single one of the kits. So yes. you can see exactly what you're getting, exactly how you use them, that sort of thing. Yeah. No, they look, uh, they do, they look amazing. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a pretty, pretty good way, easy way of giving someone a wow factor cake, isn't it? Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, one more for you. I have got from Cake Stuff. Yeah. So they have launched a celebration cake stand. Um, it says, Azahara 13-inch floral display cake stand, £215. RRP is £250. So this is an acrylic base. Um, It's like a drum, but it's the side sloping, so it gets wider as it goes down. And it's 13 inches, and it's got little holes pre-drilled in it, so you insert the stems of flowers into the cake stand, so it looks like a mass of florals that the cake is sitting on. Ah, oh, I've it. I understand the reasoning for this, and I think it looks lovely. However, it is an incredibly expensive option. I mean, they do point out that if you hire it out a few times at 50 quid a go, you've got your money back. But yeah. I'm thinking the expense of filling all, like, yeah. well, how many is it? 120 holes you've got to fill, 120 mm. flowers to buy. That's not cheap. And you are relying on a wedding. So, if, for example, if you're taking that to a wedding you're relying on the bride and groom having paid the florist for that quantity of flowers. Because yes. if they turn up and they've only got like 10, <laughs> yeah, look a bit exactly. Odd. Yeah, wow. I mean, it does It does say requires 120 flowers to fill, 30 per row, each measuring 6 mil in diameter, fits a 12-inch to 16-inch cake board, making it perfect for weddings, capable of holding 76 kilograms, that's really good, um and reusable time and time again making it a good investment i would say a good investment if that's the kind of cake you make and i probably wouldn't buy it until someone actually wanted it but they've got mm. plenty of pictures of it in use with roses some with peonies some with sunflowers all sorts yeah. of different things i think the roses look the nicest but yeah. yeah okay it's not something i would use but it's something a bit different yes yeah i, I think you'd have to want uh fresh flowers you know yeah, I Something think so. Like that, because otherwise, I would do silk flowers and attach them to, you know, polystyrene. The only thing about real flowers is, you know, when you cut the stems, they yeah. get a bit sort of leaky, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to leak into the acrylic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to see it, obviously, because it's on the no, inside. No, but cleaning but it it's, afterwards. Yeah, it's going to start to look a bit skanky over time, isn't mm. it, surely? Well, presume you must be able to take not take the lid off and clean it. I wouldn't have thought so because wouldn't that make it weaker? So then you're so then you're seventy six kilograms. So then you're looking at having to wrap somehow, and assuming that those stems will go through, but that's not going to happen. Is it? They'll just get pushed. Through. I don't think you'd need to wrap. It's just knowing that it's not going to look as yeah, nice as it does. That's horrible though when you lend that out. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you just really <laughs> put me off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I'm thinking of is that. You know, if flowers have been sat in that all night, it's not going to look pretty after a few uses. No. Excellent. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What else did you find? Because you found a couple more things that I didn't. Um, I did. Only a couple more. Um, So I found Evil Cake Genius, back to Evil Cake Genius, have got some new alphabet plunger cutters. 
Um, they are, hang on, let me just find them somewhere. They are, right, so it's in uh, American dollars. So it's 22.49 for the uh, lowercase. And it's the same again, 22.49 for uppercase. And it's 22.49 for numbers. So <laughs> you're looking at a good 70 dollars okay for a they set. look like a similar font to the cake star ones don't they well do you know what funny you should say that i took a photo of the cake star ones as well um yeah so you can buy a cake star like the whole shebang for 49 pound 30 um so compare that to the eva cake genius completely different but then I looked at sizing. Yeah. And the um the Evil Cake Genius ones are smaller. So okay. you've got it, it's a toss-up, isn't it? Because if you buy ones that are really big, um, then you've you've got limited uses, I think. Yeah. Definitely. For them. So I think that the Evil Cake Genius, mm, as much as I'd like to kind of go cake style. I think that they've got more use, but yeah, you know, the expense, size. the expense is just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing um, was I've been um, chatting away to Sylvia at Saracino and they are getting rid of their one kilo tubs of uh, Saracino modeling paste um, and going more eco-friendly. So oh, yeah, I know it's, it's good, isn't it? Um, because I re- I do remember when we used to order Saracino in at the shop that we would get it and the tubs would all come separately <clears throat> and then the paste would come separately and we had to put oh, them really? together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know we that. To, yeah, we had to put them together because I think they I don't know, I can't remember whether originally they'd send them out in the tubs and the tubs nine times out of ten came uh, broken. So okay, it'd be huge yeah. wastage. And then they yeah. started stacking them inside each other. So we would then have to put them together, mm. uh, which actually did work better. But it is a huge amount of plastic. Yeah. Um, so I would say if you've got tubs, because I do use the tubs because I've, I've yeah. got other things in them. So if you But then, were, like, it's no different to Tupperware, is it? And most people have got Tupperware that you can no, fit a kilogram or something in. It's very true. Except with Tupperware... The only, the only difference is with Tupperware, I'll take my Tupperware apart and I'll wash it up and the lid and the base never meet again. <laughs> Whereas yeah. the lid is always on the Saracino because it's always okay. got paste inside it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so if you've got tubs currently and you want to keep them to reuse them, don't throw them away because you're not going to get any more. Um, but I actually I look forward to to seeing that. And the other thing that they've just bought out and Silver is waiting for a delivery of is a new meringue mix. So I know very little or nothing about it currently. But I have found I'm... it on the Zoe's Fancy Cakes website. Have you? I have. Oh, well done. Four hundred grams, and she is selling that for six ninety five. The RRP is nine ninety five. Oh, uh, it says well, simply add water to make the mix. Full instructions are on the pack. Um, obviously, it contains egg. Yeah. Um, sim- yeah, just simply add water essentially. 
and it also has traces of various nuts in it too. Right. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I hadn't found uh anything yeah it seems to yes. come in a bag like a silver bag a bit like there yeah. are some alt type bags is what yes. it looks like yeah yeah a foil kind of yeah type bag yeah mm. oh i i yeah i'd like to have a go and see what it's like because mm. if it cuts down a lot of time and tastes nice yeah that could yeah. be really handy yeah fantastic mm. uh, so that's me done Okay. Well, we alluded to uh, last month that we'll be talking about job descriptions this month. We did. So I can hear us both rustling our, our paper. To... <laughs> <laughs> I've got to turn it over. I wrote on the back of mine. <laughs> so I've okay. got to turn it over. So, okay. Well, this kind of came from um, um, me going to the oh God, where did I go? careers fair at the school. Yeah. And I thought, do you know what? Someone's going to ask me what's involved in doing it. So I thought, and never having done this before, wrote down a job description. So I thought, okay. well, that's probably the easiest thing to do. And I was absolutely gobsmacked <laughs> with, what, <laughs> with what, and it's probably not exhaustive either, actually, this morning. No. I've actually written another couple of bits on there since. So, Gorm, what have you have you put yours put something together? Yeah, I've gone along the lines of the job descriptions that we have at work. So, if you apply for any NHS job, you will get a job description which has your yeah sort of responsibilities yeah. and sort of that sort of thing. So, I've broken them down into areas. I've got promotion, advertising, and social media. Maintain and manage the social media, encourage engagement, photography of products and staff, generate demand, uh, create and maintain a brand image, uh, baker and decorator, qualified in food handling, recipe development, baking to order, decorating skills in brackets advanced. <laughs> um, decorate cakes, modelling skills, piping skills. Uh, then I've got designer, meet with clients and liaise via phone slash email, design custom bakes with budget and clients' needs in mind, produce sketches, delivery person, drive and deliver cakes to customer, drive and license required or premises for collection, mm -hmm. customer service, dealing with complaints, um, meet potential wedding clients, um, accountant, ensure business is profitable, keep full account records, complete tax return and submit, produce quotes for customers, find competitive insurance, Stock control, source ingredients, stock rotation, audit of tools, plan ahead for upcoming um, cakes to ensure there's enough edibles and consumables, must have own tools, ad hoc hours, own uniform. <laughs> um, then I've also got a few more things. Produce contracts for orders, negotiate prices, design, create and store dummy cakes and class samples. And then also possible options of editor and sound engineer depending on what you're branching out into <laughs> oh my god i tell you what we need to we need to amalgamate yours and mine because there's stuff <laughs> on yours and there's stuff on mine and i think actually we're probably between us get the perfect <laughs> what have you got in yours so my so the title of my job is wedding cake designer tutor and podcaster 
Okay. Okay. So job description. Uh, to supply and make bespoke wedding cakes and deliver to venues throughout Kent, Sussex, Surrey, London and Essex. Work with venues and uh, attend wedding showcases as necessary. Work with couples throughout their wedding cake journey. Skills and knowledge of sugar craft and of the wedding industry. Work with other suppliers. Flexibility. Work weekends during the wedding season, March, October, if required. Work evenings, as required, for classes. Teach sugar craft skills to students. Create marketing materials. Create monthly podcasts, edit and release. Networking with other businesses. Complete tax return. (laughs) 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 Then I went down and put required. So I put... GCSE, don't forget this was for schools as well. So yeah, uh, GCSE, English and Maths at grade four or above. Level two food hygiene certificate. Registered with the local council. Excellent skills in sugar craft and cake decorating, including covering, doweling and stacking. Excellent sugar craft modelling skills. Excellent sugar flower skills, including the knowledge of how to arrange, tape and attach to cakes. Business skills, preferably A-level, but not compulsory. Marketing, social media. Knowledge of Zencaster. <laughs> IT literate, especially Excel and Word, also use PowerPoint and Canva an advantage. Excellent communication skills, driving license, organization skills, keep up to date with industry changes, work on social hours, stock control, attributes, punctual, confident, color for um eye for colour and detail, willingness to learn, work under pressure. Salary, dependent upon <laughs> skills and experience, but needs to build up the business from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roll. You will be responsible for making bespoke wedding cakes for couples getting married and delivering them to the venue in a safe manner. You will need to have consultations with the couples. This could be daytime, evening or weekends over Zoom or Teams and listen to what they say and interpret that into cake design. You will need to cost the design and any other additions that are required. You'll be responsible for ordering ingredients, tools and equipment to complete each cake. You will need to liaise with the venue to arrange delivery and set up of the cake, arrive punctually and behave professionally on site. You will be responsible... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't do that one. <laughs> yeah, I was say, have you seen some of the photos of me on site? No. Um, you will be responsible for baking... I'm going to have to sack myself. Uh, you'll be responsible for baking all the cakes and ex- uh, experimenting with recipes if required and then decorating them whilst following food steps food standard agency guidelines and document file information as you go you'll be aware of allergies and cross-contamination you'll need to create literature to send out to couples venues and need to keep on top of social media you will also need to keep the website up to date and make alterations as required twice a year you'll be required to attend heaver castle showcase display dummy cakes that you have designed take literature that you have designed and cake samples that you have made to gain future business. Any other showcase may be at your discretion. <laughs> yeah, <you will> be... <laughs> if you have any energy left, you can do this elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will be required to design new classes termly and sell them. These will take place in the evenings and sometimes during the day. Ensure that it has been budgeted for correctly and then liaise with the venue for teaching and ensure that all students know what is happening. You will need to promote classes via social media, website, and keep a WhatsApp group of attendees to be available to answer questions. You will have confidence to stand in front of 10 to 12 students and explain what you are doing, sometimes in different ways. 
Once a month, you will arrange uh, with fellow cake maker, podcaster, a recording session and alternate sessions on editing. You will then need to upload and schedule the podcast to air. End of the financial year, you will need to be able to reconcile your accounts and complete your tax return due in by 31st of January each year. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> that's all. That's all. <laughs> I was I was quite kind of horrified, or not horrified, but surprised at how much we actually do. Yeah, and I think this is probably why when it goes from being a hobby to being a business, people suddenly find they don't enjoy it so much. It's because actually very little of this is actually making cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of it is like all the other stuff, isn't it? There's lots of organisational skills and ultimately promotion of yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't, you and, and it is your only business, then you've you know you need the income so absolutely yeah <sighs> and I think we can add to this which I kind of thought of as you were going along like responsible for own development there is no one yes. who's going to be making you do any courses or any training in anything it's up to you to try and fit it in when you've got energy and time yeah do you know what I actually have a file on my uh, on my computer that says personal development do you I do yes yeah. Oh, that's a good and idea. I, I know. I keep all of my that's where I keep all of my classes that I've done online or anything that that I've done. Yeah. And I just store it under personal development. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> I like that. Oh no. I I did try. I, I did come from a <laughs> from a, a a charity based business that spent a lot of their time, you know, making sure that you did follow, you know, do some personal development. So well, that's good. Yeah, but I, yeah. I just, yeah, I'm just absolutely gobsmacked, really. And I they, think the kids would have been a bit surprised as well as some of the things that are on that list because a lot of it probably never have entered their mind as, like, a requirement for a job. No. No, not at all. Uh, in fact, I don't think even when you, if you go into doing it as a business, you would never think that you have to do as much as you do. No, um, no, because you're going into it thinking that it's a creative business. Mm. And actually, yes, it is a creative business. But behind every creative business is yeah. all of the sort of admin positions that keep it going. Yeah. Otherwise, what you have is a hobby, not a job. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes throughout, doesn't it? Any creative mm. business, if you sat down and actually put down what you're doing. Yeah. But see, I can't help compare it to like builders and plumbers and all that sort of thing. (laughs) And I would say, well, because it's practical work, isn't it? Yeah, I just have visual. Like I would say every single builder or plumber or tradesperson I have come into contact with does not do their own office work. They employ someone. A lot of the time it's a partner or a family member, Mm -hmm. but there is it is not them who that's all the accounts that sends out the quotes that you know all of that stuff they turn up and they do the work yes. and they pick and choose what work they want to do but they do not do the part yeah. of the job that they don't want to do they employ someone to do it for them mm, do you know that's a very true like very when was true. the last time that you rang up a builder for a quote and they went oh yeah I'll type it up for you now no Someone in the office is typing it up for them. Mm. Whether that office is a desk in their bedroom is neither here nor there. Yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They don't. They don't do this stuff. 
Guess guess who does their husband's accounts? Oh yeah, that yeah. I I haven't actually added that. That's that's just my part time job. <laughs> yeah, but do you see what I mean? Like they're they're outsourcing the bits they don't want to do. Yes, they are. And for whatever reason, we don't. And I think it's just not normalised in the industry, but maybe it should be. Yeah, but do you think that part of that is down to cost? So it usually, so if if it's a if it's a bloke that's going out and doing plumbing, I bet yeah. it would be different if it was a woman. But if it's a mm. bloke, that's, oh, I do, I do. I think if there's a bloke going out and doing plumbing, and he doesn't want to do the account side of it, I would say there's going to be quite a lot of times when their partner would do that side of it. Yeah, but they will be paid for it and that extra cost will be added onto the quotes. Yes, but if I turned around and said to my husband, can you do me the accounts? Can you do me an invoice? (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even know how to open. Well, okay, he just about knows how to open Excel. But yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like, oh. Yeah, but you need to outsource it to somebody who knows what they're doing. It can't just be like to some random yeah. child or something. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like my TikTok outsourcing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that, your social media manager. <laughs> See, I do have, yeah, I do have other members yeah. of the family, yeah, responsible yeah. for certain things. For the love. Yeah. For the love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, I know you're right. It's um, it's incredible what we actually do. Yeah, there is a lot. I've I actually found when I started thinking about it, like my mind was moving too quickly for me to write everything down. Yes. Like I'd start listing one thing, I think, oh no, this, and then I'd go on to that, yeah. but oh no, this, and like before I finished writing it, there'd be something else, something else, something else. Yeah, yeah. It's quite, it's quite shocking, really, and yeah, yeah. it's hard to come back to to get your brain back. Yeah, to, it's hard yeah. to like rein it in because I know there's gaps, but I just kind yeah. of kept on moving on. That's what I'm thinking. If we put yours and mine together, I think we've probably got something that's quite bang on. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that possibly. you know have any reason to uh, to do that, but yeah, <laughs> just in case we want to employ somebody, you never know. Yeah. Well, you could get. We've talked about this before, haven't we? You can get a virtual assistant for not a lot of money. Yes. You can. And um, Bronya's offering that at the minute, isn't she, to be a virtual assistant for cake makers, and she's coming from a cake-making background. Yeah, so she knows what you're talking about. Yeah, you wouldn't have to explain too much. It's someone who gets it, which I think is what puts people off a lot of the time, isn't it? It's the worry that you're going to have to spend so long explaining what you want done that you might as well do it yourself. But it depends what you're outsourcing. Like, if you're outsourcing your accountancy, there's not really anything to explain. Like yes. you're handing over receipts, you're handing over bank statements. Um, if you're outsourcing, like what else could you outsource on this list? You could outsource delivery potentially. Oh. You could outsource customer service. Yeah. You could have someone that deals with all the incoming inquiries that knows that this is the style of cake that you do. These are the prices. These are the questions we need to ask. And then they will come to you with a summary of what the person wants and when they want it and go, do you fancy doing this? No. Or look at your books and go, sorry, we can't fit that one and we've already got too many orders that week. That, yes. That's what you need, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you yeah, need. Yeah, and that's not, 
that's not something that necessarily has to be an everyday thing. Like you could have an out of office on your um, email or whatever your contact form is, like an automatic reply saying emails are checked on a Tuesday and a Friday morning or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So that you only employ that person for, let's say, two hours on a Tuesday and two hours on a Friday or whatever it is that you want help you know whatever days or whatever hours your business actually needs you don't need to have someone there 24 7 to reply straight away no no so on that note if anybody wants assistance go over to the business of cake <laughs> cake making and find Bronya yes. and send yeah. her a message <laughs> yeah suddenly suddenly i'm like Bronya. <laughs> <laughs> but could be absolutely invaluable Mm, and you think of like coordinating your classes you could get someone you could have someone coordinate your classes quite easily because a lot of the admin for classes yes is not stuff that you need to oversee like once you've designed your design if you've got a list of everything that's there if they take control of booking everyone on getting their money making sure they've got the equipment list all that sort of stuff yeah then that frees up a lot of your time yeah but then they all text me (laughs) yeah but you just like give someone else access to that bit (laughs) yeah i've changed my number to this (laughs) i'm disappearing yeah Yeah. but i do yeah i do like to i create whatsapp groups so that i've got so during the term time for that specific class i have those people so i've got two whatsapp groups i have one that's got everybody on it yeah um, because they like to chat and it's nice to share yeah, stuff yeah. that you've done and then I have I create a whatsapp group for the class so for the people that are on that class and anything specific to that class um they can ask and people help each other which is really really nice and then if there's yeah. something specific for me then I reply as soon yeah. as I mean they all but understand have... that I run a business so yeah, but you could just add someone to that who's an admin, essentially, couldn't you? Yeah. And they would just pick up most of the things for you. Yes, yeah. I mean, you could look at it at your leisure as an enjoyment thing rather than, oh, God, I haven't checked it this week. I hope they don't need anything sort of yeah. <laughs> thing. Because you've got someone looking at it for you going, yes. oh, you need to look at this message. Yes. I shall yeah. add that. Just need a my... PA, don't just... you, really? <laughs> I just need... <laughs> I just need everything, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shall we go on so to our... Of, well, I was going to say, speaking of job descriptions, so yeah. if you were going to have someone on work experience, yeah. how much of all these things on this list would you really be introducing them to? Because I think most of us would just lead them down the decorating route. No, I had I had a business student come to me on, um, whatchamacallit, uh, work experience that's the word <laughs> and she was brilliant because what we okay. did I well I tailored the she I can't remember how many days she was with me but I tailored it so that uh, and I freed up some of my time yeah and we sat down and she went through so I looked at what she was studying and how that could work you know how that could assist me and she created mm. like um an avatar of my ideal customer and then okay. we gave them we gave them names and we 
you know, said, right, well, this is what, I don't know, Julie does. Uh, this is her day job. This is where she shops. This is, you know, so you kind of go through and find out exactly where you'd find your ideal customer. Yeah. And we went through all of that. And that was really, really interesting. And it made me stop and think. And I need to revisit it now you've mentioned it because it, because it, I don't know, all of these things, you do them. And then at the time you're like, oh my God, that's brilliant. I need to do something with that. And then work kind of kicks in and takes over. And then you're like, oh, I didn't go back to what you know. Yeah. 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 Because stuff needs doing and you've got deadlines and you have to meet those deadlines. So, yeah, I, um, I need to go back and have a look because actually it was really good. And she came with me when I uh, got the contract for Heaver Castle as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, they nice. Uh, they said that, yeah, she could come in with us. And so she got to experience meeting suppliers and stuff. Yeah, oh, that's good. And that was nice. Yeah, it was good. It was a good, it was good. It was productive. Um, and I would I would do it again. But for me... And probably for a lot of us, um, yeah. the problem is the time of year when schools do uh, work experience uh, versus like wedding cakes and stuff. And it's wedding season. So actually yeah. it's, it's quite difficult um, yeah. to accommodate. So if they were if they were a bit flexible about time of year, yeah, then, then it's doable. But obviously that means that they're, they're coming out of like doing their schoolwork and stuff. So mm. it's, it's a bit of a challenge. But, yeah, if I can, if I can and I've got availability, then I usually do try and give someone some work experience. But it does depend on what their what their background is, whether it is um, in the art, arts and crafts kind of side, that's what they're interested okay. in, or if it's business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's no, it's good. It's good. Hmm. Yeah. So should we go on to ones to watch because I desperately okay. want to hear what your one to watch is, Erica. <laughs> yeah, because I've refused to tell Sam up front because yeah, I, I want her reaction. I feel like to a it. stroppy child now. Are you going to make me go first then? Just yeah, I am going to make wait. you go first because I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not disappointed with this. Oh, better not. So <laughs> my, I think you'll like it. My oh. one to watch is Ruby Perman. This is all one word: R U B Y P E R M. For Mike A.N. for November. And yeah, Ruby Perman is a digital creator. Um, my art of food fashion. Oh my I think her blog, God. I think her bio at some point said playing with my food. But she basically does um celebrities and she'll take a picture of them, usually at some kind of event or gala or you know, where they're all dressed up. And she'll print their face and sometimes some limbs and then make the rest of their outfit out of food. Oh, my God. I've just looked at the plate. first one. Benedict Cucumber Batch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So she's made, she's made Benedict Cumberbatch out of cucumber. And, like, she, all of hers have a little sort of how-to video. Uh, a lot of them are a little play on words. Um, we've got Sandra Dragonfruit Bullock. Oh, uh, oh, sorry, San Dragon Fruit Bullet. San- um, we've got David Beckham made out of like a ham, sam- ham and cheese. <laughs> I'm just going down that one now. <laughs> yeah. Um, David Beckham and cheese. Oh, I love yeah. it. Kendall Jenner made out of carrots. Um, Robert Brownie Jr. is quite a good one. <laughs> oh, I've got to go down there. <laughs> yeah. So he's made out of brownie. Oh, so yes. most of them. 
Yeah, we've got Selena Gomez, who's been made out of like I think it's cabbage. Not is it red cabbage? Red cabbage leaves. Um, you've got an Elvis who's made out of an aubergine. They're all really, really good, aren't they? <laughs> this is brilliant. How did you find her? I don't know, but they're just like they're very fun and they're very whimsical and they're very silly, oh, but they're actually really clever. It's, as clever. Well. it's very clever. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. She had too much time on her hands, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think she does this as a job now because she does these for like promos and stuff. So Really? There's all sorts. And there's all sorts of things. So it's not just fruit fruit. Fruit and <laughs> veg that she uses. There's like popcorn, there's like cold meats, there's pies, there's very occasional ones where she uses a bit of sugar paste, but it's mostly sort of um, oh, whole food items that you would buy rather than like a pre-packaged, yeah. you know, concoction of something. I love but it. Yeah, so Ruby Perman, lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> something a bit different, Sorry. something a bit silly, but still very like art and food based, I think. Oh, I think that is fantastic. I could be watching that all day. <laughs> yeah. She's got a little um, highlight of collabs of people she's collaborated with. And there's like Peloton. Oh, there's really? various TV shows. Um, what else has she been on? It's brilliant. Yeah, some breakfast cereals, some food snacks. So a lot of like food companies have collaborated with her so that she yeah. uses their items to create one of the, you know, to create a picture. Yeah. Earth possess someone in the first place to look at their food and go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to do this. Is it that different to what we do, Sam? Really? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's food. I wouldn't sit and think that I was going to consume my fruit and veg. And the first thing I was thinking of was how I could make that into someone's frock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, it is really good. I'm impressed, Erica. You've surpassed yourself. <laughs> okay, so this is why I didn't want you to see it up front. I think once you've seen it, like yeah. you're like, oh yeah, yeah, but I wanted to get your actual reaction. Yeah, no, it's but there's a lot of fun stuff. Like there's some ones done with like cold spaghetti and you know. Oh yeah, I'm on that one now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so go and check out Ruby Perman. She has an awful lot of followers, hundred seventeen thousand. Um, but yeah. I think there's a lot of fun there that you will enjoy. I am following her now. It's Good. Brilliant. Yes. Who okay. have you got this month? Uh, so my one to watch is also going down the fruit line. It's Nims Fruit. So N I M S. R-U-I-T. So there's a little story behind this. I went to um, visit a friend of mine who's recently had a baby and we Mm. went out for coffee. So we went to a little cafe in Snodland, uh, which is called the Moonlit Cafe. Sounds very nice. Mm. Um, And we were sitting there and I didn't want, I didn't fancy coffee. Uh, I wanted a fruit tea. So I went and bought bought her a drink and bought me a fruit tea. What I didn't realise was I actually bought fruit tea for two. Okay. <laughs> and, and it came up in a, a teapot, uh, which has got like a filter inside. And uh, the fruit tea was, was inside. 
and I did it tasted amazing so I was drinking out and I drank the whole lot I was <laughs> before we left I'm like I've got to go Lou no I got back to us I've got to go Lou I've just <laughs> I've drank so much tea um, but it was it was really nice so on my way out I had to look at their shelf and they had this Nims fruit tea and I think it was mm. pineapple lemon and orange I think okay flavor so That's I was nice. come back home yeah it was come back home and do a bit of googling because I'm slightly obsessed and I discovered that actually they're quite local they're in Sittingbourne oh yes and they make so their teas are edible teas so you put the dried fruits into your teapot yeah um, into your infuse of it and pour on your boiling water leave it to infuse for five minutes and you have a beautiful cup of tea. So what I've been doing is I've been making it and that will kind of last me, you know, a little while. I don't have to keep getting up and making another drink. And mm. then I take out the fruit and then I, I put that on my breakfast in the morning. Oh, there is nothing nice. that goes in the bin. Because the thing that does bug me is uh, the tea bags. Yes. You know, and you you don't know... Which ones are compostable? Yeah, some a lot are, of them have plastic in them, aren't they? A lot of them have plastic in them. And that's not, you're not aware of that. Um, yeah. So I I thought, what, I get this. Why do you need to have, you know, a tea bag? So I went out, so I went out immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had a trip to Ikea and bought me teapot. Because <laughs> nice. I was like, I'd, I'd ordered some tea, so I've got a uh, watermelon, uh, was it? Oh, pineapple and kiwi, and watermelon melon and lime I ordered. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I haven't tried the watermelon. I've just finished, literally this morning, the pineapple and kiwi. Um, yeah. So they're, they're $3.95 for 150 grams. It's approximately 12 servings. Okay. Um, I'm sure. I've got, Is that I like, don't... when you say servings, it's, it's like a teapot full rather than a mug full? Uh, yeah, so uh, it's 12, 12 and a half grams or something per serving. Okay. Um, I don't actually measure it out to be fair, but yeah. you, don't need, you don't need a huge amount to give you a good, a nice cup of tea. Um, yeah. And, um, and I've probably got more out of it than, than what they recommend. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, you can buy them in sachets, so if you don't, th- if you're not going to drink it very uh, often, you can get them in sachets, which I, I get, but kind of I like the idea of just having a packet and not having more stuff to throw away. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but they're really, they're really, really nice, and they've got a lot of flavour. Nothing like uh, fruit teas in. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like my fruit teas to taste a bit like juice. So. Yes. Oh, you'd love these. You would. You would really like them. But they also do so fruit crisps. Um, yes, I've seen crisps. that on the website. Yeah. So uh, she posted me out some bit. I got some fruit crisps as well. Um, yeah. And I and she popped in a couple of uh, veg crisps. Actually, thought might be a bit weird. Actually, were very nice. I had. They uh, are very nice. Yeah, I had tomato and cucumber. Oh. I've, still got, I've still got a pack that I need to uh, try, which is courgette and something. 
Yeah. But really, really nice. Uh, yeah, so they do a whole range of stuff. Um, and they're not that far. So you can actually, if you were out and about, you can place your order and go down and collect it. Oh, that's handy. But then I thought, well, from Gravesend, that's probably a good, probably about half hour drive. So yeah. I'll, well, the 495 or what it is, P&P, I'll just order a, a bunch of stuff um, and then get it delivered. But the one thing that I can't find on their website is this um, lemon and orange and pineapple tea uh, that I really liked. Oh. <laughs> and I did put a message on their Instagram and I've had no response. So I might have to send them uh, another message because it's not, yeah. I can't see it website uh so that's what that's what i've really it's really flavor it's got a lot of flavor they don't waste anything they use the core they use the pips everything that they dehydrate so nothing none of the veg is thrown away yeah so i highly recommend it if you like your fruit teas or if you like fruit crisps Mm. Um, i've just seen they do watermelon fruit crisps they sound interesting yeah yeah uh, it's made it's, it's really yeah it's really nice and it's really nice yeah. to put that on your breakfast i well i like yeah. i like fruit um you know put fruit on my breakfast but yes so that's my ones to watch fantastic so that's nims fruit n-i-m-s yes n-i-m-s fruit and you'll find them on Instagram and you'll find them on the the internet. They're f- nimsfruitcrisps.com. Lovely. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Are we done? Think so. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, let's say goodbye to everybody <laughs> for another yes. month. And yes. thank you very much for listening to us. If you'd like to do us a review, you can find us on all of the normal platforms. So please do. Uh, review us uh, with a five star obviously um, and we look forward to seeing you I'm going to pass you over to Erica before I take all of hers as well <laughs> okay thanks <laughs> no worries um, yeah follow us online at the Sugarcraft Junkies on Instagram where we'll post pictures of things that we have mentioned um, this episode and if you want to buy our t-shirts our links are in oh. our bio on Instagram to that as well we have some cake decorator of sugar flower themed t-shirts And we'll be back on the 14th of June with our next episode. So, yeah, we will speak then. Have a good month. Bye. Bye.